you can tell by the Good evening, everyone. Zach and Michael here, ready to chat all things market-related. Very excited. <laughs> the market is bonkers. We're going to be talking about buying in this market, selling in the market, and our predictions for 2022. Beautiful. So, Michael. Good evening, Zach. Good evening. <laughs> I'm good. How about you? Doing well, doing well. That's beautiful, mate. So, look, I'll, I'll jump straight into it. Mm. If I was a buyer just now entering the market, what's going on in the Northern Beaches? It's been a really interesting year. And look, we're not at the end of the year yet, but reflecting from it, when we think about at the start of 2020, when all the COVID debacle hit, how that all progressed, and then this year as well with all the growth that we've had, it's been really interesting and really daunting, especially for a lot of buyers as yes. well where you thought maybe should I jump into the market or maybe it's too hot, I should wait for it to cool off a bit. And for a lot of suburbs, we've seen 50% growth with houses, 30% growth with units. Like it's been a really, really big year. Um, so today what we wanna talk about is obviously the market's crash hot at the moment. And we're gonna talk about if you're buying in this market, what you can do as a buyer, if you're selling in this market, what you can do as a seller. And also we're just gonna discuss a bit basically a bit of information about what we think also might lead on next year as well. Um, but in regards to buying in the market, a lot of buyers at the moment, especially if you're jumping fresh into the market as well, it can be really scary. We go, what do I actually need to do? All I'm seeing is all these properties selling crazy over guides and basically where you go, how do I jump in and am I doing the right thing here? So, and the nice thing is Zach and I speak with a lot of buyers every single day and we're sort of coaching a lot of people through it also. And one big thing I've found is got to make sure first of all you've got to have some good people in your corner so 100 whether it's yeah. your your mum your dad who bought before whether it's a friend or a cousin johnny around the corner Broker, chatting to your neighbors brokers yeah. solicitors all the trusted people in your community mm. just reach out and literally pick their brains about anything that you might be curious or a little bit unfamiliar with yeah exactly so you've got to have some good people in your corner first make sure you're well versed in it and then the second thing is when you're looking at a property the key is you, you want to be re well researched. So what I'm finding is, and from the discussions I'm having with people, an agent might be finding X amount. And in this market, I've noticed it hasn't sometimes met a whole lot where a property might sell well and truly above guide or maybe around the guide, but you just don't know. Best thing to do is don't worry about necessarily what the guide is. Look at what the property sold, for, other properties have sold for. So look at all your comparable sales. Look at basically other similar properties in the market because then you can make your own educated decision and go, look, I think it's worth X amount. So therefore, put a strong offer and in around that sort of ballpark. 100%. Look at it that way. But also, if there is you and another buyer on the same property and you're both seeing value at the exact same mark, but you're afraid if you go in higher than the other offer maker, you're afraid of mm. overpaying. Yes. Traditionally, in Northern Beaches, overpaying doesn't really exist. Whether it's two weeks down the track, whether it's two years, you're always making your money back and then some on the northern beaches market the difference is you're securing it for yourself so at the end of the day when you're buying for yourself to live in exactly like you said yeah. there, Zach, if you're paying one or two percent over maybe what you think that property is worth chances are it's going to be taken up by market growth whether it happens short term or long term after that um but there's other things as well when you're offering an on property also so when you're offering there's there's multiple sort of levers that you can pull when you're talking to a prospective um vendor when you're trying to pull that offer 
and there's the price and there's your terms. Yep. So when you're putting forward an offer, you can obviously put forward X amount, but actually ask the agent as well, what's the owner looking for? Are they looking for a longer settlement, shorter settlement? Are they potentially, like if you're in a position to, can you offer with a cool off or can you offer unconditionally so? Well, what does an unconditional offer look like? Like I hear agents sign around mm. the lingo like you need it yourself a 66W. Yeah. You need you need the unconditional. What's that mean? What, what is that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So as a buyer, when you're purchasing a property, there's two different ways you can go about it. You can either A, offer with the cooling off period, which means that you sign a contract, owner signs a contract, you put down a 0.25% deposit, then you do the exchange. It locks the property in for the next five business days. So that means that the owner can't change their mind, but you as the buyer, you can do all your due diligence, go through it all. And then if you want to, at the end of it, obviously you proceed, you put down your 10%, or you can still rescind, but you lose that 0.25%. On the flip side, there's the unconditional sale, which basically means you do all your due diligence beforehand, like buying at an auction. And when you sign those contracts and the 66W is um, basically put forward, then that way you exchange unconditionally, full deposit, property sold there and then on the spot. That's it. And the deposit's variable as well. It all depends mm. on what you negotiate with the agent and the owner themselves. Yeah. But most of the time your standard deposit's what, 10% of the Correct. purchase yeah. price? But you can actually see, and we, we've seen it quite common in recent times, 5% deposit. As the mm. sale prices go up, it's a bit hard to always have, have your hand on 300 yeah. grand to go. So yeah. yeah, you can negotiate a 5% deposit exactly. in there as well. Especially if you've got a good broker and you don't need as much um, from the bank as well. So the other side of things also, so when you're putting forward an offer, our best suggestion is, first of all, you want to move quick in this market. So like we said, you've got to make sure you have those good people in your corner so you're ready to pull that trigger. When you do, put forward your price, ask the agent what terms is the owner looking for because that if you can, try to accommodate those terms the best best of your ability yeah. because not all owners are necessarily looking for the biggest price they might non-negotiable need a longer settlement because they need to find somewhere for themselves to buy um there's all these other things as well that you can try and sort of prop up your offer to make it more enticing for the owner yeah exactly and we're seeing it more and more with the uncertainty as we were leading into the christmas period mm. a lot of people when we were selling kind of a couple of months ago a lot of people just wanted that security that yes they'll be in a new home for christmas yeah. but they haven't found that new home yet. Like, yes, they yeah. want to sell, they want to take advantage, but they're not sure where to go. So settlement is actually a very fluid yeah. set date. Like even, even when you're in discussions, that date can sometimes vary a couple of days. Yeah, exactly. And this will sort of lead into also selling this market as well. Because what we're finding now is, well, the market's changed a lot over the past sort of, let's say four weeks. Every single month so far this year has brought a new type of market to it. Yeah. And this past month, there's been a big change as well, particularly with the amount of properties coming onto the market. So well, that's it. Yeah. It's been a crazy increase at the moment. As of about kind of midway through September, we started seeing a positive growth of about 50 properties a week across all the northern beaches. Yeah. And that was 50 properties coming on and you'd say about 20 to 30 sell a week. Mm. Now I know in the past week we um had about 100 properties come on in the which past is a week. lot it's a lot of Huge. property but the days on market's only about seven to ten days so okay, you want to yeah. get yourself familiar with the area yeah. before you start looking in there so you're comfortable knowing you're going into a good spot because there really isn't that much time in such a kind of a hot market yeah that once it's hitting the pan it's going yeah exactly and that's the thing as well so it was so hot that even with that new stock level coming on it was being chewed up as quickly as it was put on in saying that, now that we're seeing those stock levels sort of increase, we are starting, from my opinion, I'll be curious to get yours, but we're starting to enter into more of a balanced market. 
And we're always heading that way at the end anyway. Nothing lasts forever. It's not like the growth we're having was going to go on forever and ever. It had at some it, point it, could, it couldn't yeah. go like that forever. Yeah, exactly. And look, I don't think it stopped just yet. Mm. But in saying that, that curve of going up so steeply before is starting to, in my opinion, flatten out. And I think we're starting to hit that next phase of more of a balanced market. I, I agree with you there in a way that um, the house increases actually hit about this time last year. Mm. And that that's when they hit their initial boom. Yeah. And we saw that carry on just crazy over guide, over guide, over reserve, just just bouncing those big prices all yeah. the way up until about kind of mid, mid this year, I'd even say, like mm. June, July, was when we started seeing those high house prices kind of level out almost. And then we saw the apartments yeah. playing the catch-up game because yeah. you can't always have a massive jump from your three-bedroom apartment to your entry-level house. It all yeah. has to stay relative to each other. Exactly. And that's the thing sort of leading into selling this market as well. With the increase stock coming on, and we'll say this to a lot of our vendors also, over the past months, you've been selling in isolation as a vendor. Now, you're going to start to sell in competition. Yeah. So there's more properties similar to yours that are going to be on the market at the same time. And it's not doom and gloom in that regard. All that it means is, let's say, for example, a property was selling for $2 million two months ago. Last month, the same property sells for 2.2. This month, you're hoping it's going to sell for 2.4. All that means is if last month sold for 2.2 and it's a very similar house to yours, you're probably going to sell for 2.2 as well. And yeah, the market's just yeah. going to flatten out in that regard. And it's great in terms of, because as a seller, it's all relative as well for a lot of our families that are selling where most people, if you're selling, you're actually buying in the same market as well. So if, yeah. yes, you may not be setting a new record with your home that you're selling for. You're still selling at a great price, a record compared to five months ago, but not a record compared to yesterday. But that means also when you go out to buy, you don't have to pay a record to get back into the market. Well, exactly. As the old saying goes, as long as you buy and sell in the same market, it all stays relative to each other. Like yeah. if you're selling for record prices, you're buying for record prices. <laughs> you can't. It's a bit of a gamble and sometimes it's too much of a gamble. You try to sell at the peak and then you hold on until it drops, but... Northern yep. Beaches markets proved it time and time again. It doesn't ever truly drop. It might have the little, <laughs> yeah, when we hit like a peak, we might have a little come off the peak and a couple of percent drop. But overall, when you look at the overarching numbers, it's still increased by a lot. Um, and that's the thing. So when you're selling there, you want to make sure you're buying and selling the same market. In saying that, I've noticed that a lot of our investor clients are actually coming to the market yep. now as well. And I think that started that push for all the stock coming on because investors before going, well, it's great my property's going up in value. Now that more stocks come, starting to come on, it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. The market's hit its peak, therefore I should sell, which also forces the peak to happen because it can't go up because all the stocks are coming on. Um, so it's very interesting that all those investors Look, are selling. 100%. It's interesting times kind of set ahead. Mm. And if you are looking at selling, as long as it all stays relative, like my, my mm. best suggestion, if you are looking to sell, you don't know where you're going to move, is just put that long settlement on the front page of the contract. Or even if you don't put it on the front page, let your agent know. Yeah. So you can have a standard settlement on the front page of the contract, but say to your agent, look, I'm ideally looking for a three-month, four-month, five-month, six-month settlement. And from there, basically, when we're negotiating with the buyers, we secure that long settlement for you. It gives you time to go out and buy. 100%. And Mark's just asked a question. With more properties coming on the market, will it affect houses or apartments more, you reckon? That's a great question. Ah. Uh, this is my opinion. I think it's going to affect both percentage-wise quite evenly. I think like in any market, the run-of-the-mill stock standard homes, stock standard apartments, for example, like your bread and butter two-bedroom units in DY or your sort of entry-level homes, they're always the ones that seem to boom the hardest or potentially bust the hardest, yep. um, as opposed to your premium stocks always going to do well. So I personally think, um, to answer your question, Mark, 
the, the increased stock levels, I think for your more less unique apartments and less unique houses, I think they're going to be ones affected the most. I still think the cream of the crop, the, the top end houses um, or the quite desirable unique apartments, I still yep. think are going to perform strongly. I've got a bit of a flip side on that. Mm. I do think it will affect apartments a little bit more than units. Yep. I think units have enjoyed the peak, don't get me wrong, and the climb that they've experienced over the past does, few yeah. months. But especially for buyers looking to jump into the market, mm. I, I don't feel like entry-level apartments are at that stage of being a million dollars yet. Yes. And, and I do think an influx of stock, especially if you're looking at a, at a suburb like DY, very apartment heavy. Yes. You're looking at a suburb similar to Freshwater and some of those pockets, it's very apartment heavy. And they're all nearly, nearly mirror images of yeah. each other at that as well. So I, I think it might affect um, apartments because it is a little bit harder with restrictions on sizing, where it sits in a block, block's location. Mm. It's restricted to make it stand out above the rest. Yeah. Uh, and I do think they'll get hit a little bit harder than, that's, than houses. Very true. And Mark made a great comment there. <laughs> Zach's mum's watching and wants to know how she made such a beautiful boy. So my mum always has a saying that uh, two wrongs do make a right, and that's how <laughs> I got made. <laughs> Well, you are a great-looking chap, Zach. Thank you. Matt, you just said that yourself. <laughs> Helen and John did, did a great job. Um, and so where do you, 2022, this time next year, I want you to take a stab. What do you reckon we'll be looking at? This time next year, I reckon across the board, we're going to be about 10% higher than where we are now. 10% higher. 10% higher, aka I still think there's a bit more room for growth, Yep. but I don't think it's going to be anywhere near what we experienced in the past year. I still think the fact that portion of the market which wasn't there before was international buyers that's true yes we're not that international buyer heavy on the northern beaches compared to other areas but it's still that flow-on effect if lots of other international buyers are buying out of area around sydney it still pushes people to the northern beaches market yep. it's still more people in the market um so i think that's got a strong effect i think some of the changes they made to lending which we haven't touched on as much as well tightening up the lending a little bit well just um, a quick summary what, what what changes have been made to the lending? So from my understanding, it hasn't been a major, major change, but when you're borrowing from a bank at the moment, let's say you're getting a 3% interest rate from your bank, they normally add a 2.5% buffer on top yep. of what they think you can afford to make sure that you can afford it, let's say, at 5.5%. They're now pushing that up to an extra 3% buffer. So an extra 0.5% yep. doesn't sound like a whole lot, but all that it means is, bottom line, you can't borrow as much money. Yep which obviously makes sense that it's going to slow down how much the house price is going to go up in terms For the people always borrowing at their cap. It, it, it'll that, just, it'll just change the cap. Which I think a lot more people are yeah. considering how expensive everything is. Well, now. that's it. Especially locally on the northern beaches, it might yeah. affect other areas across Sydney differently, but on mm. the northern beaches, it might kind of sl slow the increase a little bit. Correct. And, and I understand the, the philosophy behind it. You just don't want people to overstretch themselves too far. So I think a healthy buff is definitely great. Um, as well with it. So based off that, a few factors pushing back and forth. I think, still think there's a bit more growth to go in the market, but in saying that, I think it's going to be much more moderate than the past year. Yeah. What and, are your thoughts? And stock levels. So yeah. we're sitting at 611 at the moment. You want, to throw, you want to throw a ballpark figure? Exactly okay. how many properties on the Northern Beaches will be here this time next year? Okay. So give everyone an idea for stock levels on the market. And Zach actually printed out some data before on it. This time last year, what were we sitting? How many... Um, houses and apartments were for sale on the northern beaches. I don't have the exact breakdown, but I know at Christmas last year we were yep. sitting at 340 properties across the northern beaches, which that is, is half of what we are at today. So today we're at 611 properties. Yep. They're all about 340, which is drastically lower. And then you think about now, yes, there's more properties in the market, but there's still not a massive influx amount. 
what we've seen in the past is when, uh, on the northern beaches, if we start pushing over a thousand properties on the market, that's when you start to see an oversupplied market. Well, that's it. So you look at how many homes there are across the northern beaches with a thousand for sale. That's when you can start looking like, hey, market's flooding a bit. Exactly. But we're still sitting at 500, 600, which is so we're still nothing. Yeah, we're still on the <laughs> side. Exactly. And that's why the growth is still pushing up the simple supply and demand at the end of the day. Um, but what are your thoughts for next year then? What would you say? Ooh, I reckon there will be some changes yep. coming up because I, I just don't think. I think we'll sit at a higher stock. Mm-hmm. I don't believe we'll be over that thousand mark. I think we will be sitting at a healthier market, probably about that eight fifty mark. Yep. Yep. Anywhere in between that eight hundred to eight fifty mark, with some new developments finishing up as well. Just in DY locally, you've got kind of the new one up in Havana and Del Mar behind us, which just sold out. Yeah. Might see some resales and people trying to flip for profits. That's true. I, I do think we'll see an increase in stock. Yeah. Because when you think about it, like a great example, the Meriton Lighthouse building in DY. When a lot of those were selling from 2017 onwards off the plan, some of those prices people thought at the time were massive, like big premiums in the market. Well, they were big prices at the time. They were big prices. (laughs) And people thought, oh, if I'm buying at this premium price for the Mm. market, I'm really restricting my capital growth here. Well, that's it. And it was off the plan. It was off the plan. They couldn't see it. They couldn't feel it. And they're like, this seems like a little bit too much money. Yeah. And this is a great (laughs) example of it because the past two years, they probably were relatively neutral to where people bought them. This year, however, the premiums I'm seeing some of these apartments for, some of our clients who bought in there like three bedders, 1.2, 1.3 million they bought for, and now transacting closer to $2 million. And that's all happened in the space. Well, that's it. You look at the entry level one bedders, even if you're going off percentage, they were selling for what, low sevens, mid sevens? Yes, yep. Now the entry level one bedders in Meriton are selling 900,000 just over. Which is just- Like, it's just nuts. It's big money. So when you think about that, like, it just shows that when you're purchasing a property, as long as the property is not going to fall down, yes, some property purchases are better than others, but being in the market full stop yeah. and as long as you can hold through the bad times, the good times will be ahead. Whether it's one month down the track, whether it's one year, 10 years, 20 years, the longer you can hold, the more you're going to insulate yourself against any house drops or booms yep. and you're going to do well and make money. 100%. So. I agree with you. So those are our kind of hot tips yeah. for the market and, and, a bit of and these crazy times <laughs> yeah. that we're going through. Our thoughts. But guys, any questions on it as well, please feel free to pop it through. We're happy to answer any questions afterwards also. And then, Well, that's it. Know. We're both contactable every time as the age-old <laughs> yeah, age saying goes, we never sleep here at Novak. So that's it. feel free to reach out at any time. And in the meantime, enjoy your evenings. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks Zach. See ya.